Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to the episode of Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Guys, I am feeling so fulfilled. I'm feeling a little bit perplexed. I'm feeling challenged. Man, I am still riding that wave from the last two weeks episodes with None other than Oskino. If you haven't already, definitely press pause on this. Go back. Listen to the last two episodes of the Grief Bully podcast with Oskino Vasquez. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did. So who's the artist? Who's not? I don't know. Go check out those episodes. Listen, I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about on this week. And I'm like, duh, I'm still processing and still digesting. So why not bring to you I would try to stick with three points that I really took from those episodes. So let's try to stick to that. You guys know how I am. I like to get a little chatty, but I'm going to try to keep it clear. When we're talking about grief and loss, it gets so complicated, but I don't think we always have the space and the room to talk about how complicated things really get. In this conversation, he really unraveled and showed such a, in such an open, expressive way how dark it can be and then how we start to rethink life. So that's going to be the first point for me. Actually, in the midst of the conversation as an interviewer, I'm like, man, I want to just sit back and listen because it's having me to really rethink our purpose. What are we here for? Why do we exist? How do we exist? And then who do we become after loss? In the conversations, he started a lot of it actually saying, this is the one way that I used to think, and then this is how I think now. And I thought it was such a beautiful evolution because he was challenging himself as a person, but showing that outwardly to us. And I don't think that we're able to really do that too often because people don't seem to understand. And what he exemplified for all of us is how crazy it can get when you're trying to make sense of the most unimaginable experiences that we can ever go through. He spoke to his son that day, and then later he died. So he said, literally, how do you just be talking to somebody? And then like the next day, like later that day, they're not here anymore. And then life just wants us to go on. People just expect that we're still going to be that person. And he talked about how challenging it was, actually, the services and and what he had to do, but also the complication of seeing his son. He was in a car accident and he had to witness that actually happening because someone posted the video online. So imagine seeing that and then having to try to act like and hold it together like you're still the same person that you were before that. So he really encouraged me and gave me grace and and that space to rethink. And I want you to take that point with you and really think about that, that you can get as creative, as profound as your mind and your heart will allow you to go. I don't personally think there's any meter or benchmark or ceiling, if you will, is what I'm actually really trying to say when it comes to the exploration of our grief. So take that. 
Don't let anyone tell you differently. Listen to the episode because I think it would just make you feel so free. That's the best thing. I know that when some people watch the episode or they hear it, they might think like, wow, that's a lot. That's that's a bit much. That's that's not the going to completely say air quotes here norm. But I think it's needed. So a lot of things that we don't perceive as normal are absolutely needed when it comes to this healing journey. It's a process. It's a journey. And so when I think journey, I'm thinking, okay, I start here and then I go here. But in between that, there's a lot of zigging and zagging. There's a lot of peaks and valleys. So allow yourself to get into those. Really, really do that. The other thing I took from it was when he spoke about, oh, actually, I asked him if his son had been perhaps, let's say, murdered or there was some type of act where there could be someone that we could point the finger to somewhere that we can redirect our anger. Would that have made it a lot easier for him? Let me not use the word a lot. Would that have made it any easier for him to process and move through his grief? And he said, yes. So it got me to thinking how many of us struggle Because we don't really have someone else to really like, I don't want to use the word blame, but kind of like hold responsible, put the accountability on someone. For example, in my situation with my grandmother, and this is, this is okay. So we're going to go there. I'm going to let myself go there. So my grandmother, if you don't know, she passed away in 2016 and she was to our knowledge, just fine great bill of health kind of great but great bill of health for the most part she was a smoker but my dad had the flu he lived with her as well he then she then got the flu from him so then ultimately she passed away due to respiratory failure so she ended up having to be hospitalized and that was that but I really found myself struggling with am I mad at my dad am I angry with my father because he unintentionally Gave my grandmother the flu, which ultimately is the reason why she passed away. And I struggled with that. I really want to tell you I struggled with that. But he actually also became very ill. So it was hard to even feel like that because my my feelings had to be there. And naturally, I love my father. And and at the end of it, I was able to rise above and say, hey, this wasn't his intention. But I can see how. Having someone to to blame because these things just come out of left field and I need to get revenge. And not that I wanted to get revenge against my father, but in Oskino's situation, he said that if someone would have killed his son, he would have maybe killed that person back or something along those lines. And I'm not advocating for violence. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that that might help you feel a little better. So some of us out there, you might have had a cancer diagnosis that someone passed away from and then you don't. You, you, you don't what do we do? I mean, we're a lot of us, of course, we're angry at this this nasty disease that has no cure. But it just was like, wow, I can understand how not being able to really find some sort of resolution, reconciliation within yourself about how someone passed away because there there isn't really like a person. And sometimes even when there is, they may not get caught. There are a lot of people who have unsolved murders and different cases and things like that where you never really get that day in court, if you will, or you don't get that opportunity. And I think that can really spark a lot of anger. So 
if you do find yourself in that circumstance where you do have this anger festering, I would implore you to find a way to get it out. I don't want you to hold that in and feel like I can't say this to someone because it sounds ludicrous or it doesn't make sense or the math isn't adding up, but it's your experience. And again, back to my original point, it has caused me to rethink and allow myself to have that evolution. And so I want you to do the same thing. So we're exploring how we rethink about life and then we're looking at the the whole anger part of it. And then I think this one is is the part where it kind of could get a little touchy because we start thinking about God and where our higher power does or does not play a role in our existence. And that was a lot for me because I'm, I'm a believer and I'm someone who has been, been raised to believe in God and to believe in Christianity and to live my life the best I possibly can according to such. But it did feel pretty free to have that conversation with someone who unapologetically is going to go there. He said things like, if there is a God, he might not know us. If there's a God, maybe he doesn't like black people. There was so many things that he said that I personally don't know that I would have ever had the courage to say. But think about it. When someone in your life dies, you're like, is there really a God? I have a quote where I said, man, there's many times, many times where I felt like when my person was dying, God's line was busy. When all I did was pray and pray and pray some more, I'm asking and calling on people to pray as well on my family member, my loved one's behalf, and yet they still died. When those types of situations come our way and experiences, I don't think that we should feel guilty for questioning certain things. A lot of people say we shouldn't question God, but I wonder what levels of sorrow those people have experienced that can easily just say that. I understand that faith is believing in something that we do not see, but we choose this. This is, this is what grounds us. This is what keeps us there. But I think going back to the previous point about anger and it being displaced and not having anybody to blame or to put things, I do think that our higher power in God gets that, that blow. Why would you do this to me, God? It's not fair, God. There's not a God. You're not here, God. And that's a lot to push through. A lot to push through. But I personally continue to push through it because that's that's my core belief system. And I've read things and tried to educate myself to make a little more sense of it. That why do these bad things happen? Why do bad things happen to good people? And I think what Oskino said really kind of sums it up. Is that I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm just trying to figure this out as well. And we all have to feel like we can do that. And you have to feel like you can do that unapologetically. And then I hope, I hope that you get some answers, that you get closer to a little bit more freedom, a little more healing. I'm not saying I'm advocating for your anger to say, just go buck wild on everybody and just start saying all these things. But be curious and be okay with your curiosity. Because 
on the other side of that exploration and that digging, you might find some healing. You might find some peace. Sometimes just to have a verbal conversation with someone else about your thoughts can bring you such a level of ease and calmness that you wouldn't even have known. So as I get out of here, I want to challenge you. Find one person, one confidant in your life. And for some people that may have to be a journal, it, it may not actually be able to be a physical person and that's okay. But I want you to get out all of your thoughts that this conversation brought up. Any parts that may have angered you in this journey, whoever you have been angry with about it, do not feel sorry for that. Death and the loss of our loved ones is very complicated, is very challenging. It's not one size fits all. All might not agree, but what we can agree on is that it hurts and we don't have the definitive answers. And so we're all just guessing. We're all trying to figure it out, but we're going to continue to do that collectively and together. And guys, like I already said to you, go back, check out those episodes. You might, like I said, if you had to press pause, now you're here. I hope that it all made sense. Those are just three, three perspectives that I've taken out of an hour and 20 minute conversation. I could go on and on and on about a whole bunch more. and Perhaps I will. But for now, I'm going to let you chew on those nuggets. Let it digest process. My DMs are always open for you to reach out and hit me up and say, hey, I, I thought this differently or or maybe we can think about this or talk about that. I love the dialogue. It's healthy. But you can't shoot me a DM if you're not following me. So you definitely want to go make sure you're following me where I hang out the most over on Instagram at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole guys. So next time you already know love and light. Peace.